Welcome to another episode of Classy and Country. Welcome back. Well, we welcome ourselves back. We are excited to be back with you guys. I know we've been gone for a week, but we just took some time to really just pray and get some guidance on, on the topic that we specifically want to talk about. So we're going to take two or three episodes, depending on how the Lord leads us, to talk about parenting. Um, but specifically, we're going to open up this, this episode. We're going to be talking about living a life worth honoring. And we're not talking about honoring at your job, at church. We're gonna talk about what does it look like to be honoring in your home in front of your kids. So it's gonna get real, it's gonna get transparent. So I'm excited to jump right in. So let's just really just jump right into Rachel. What does it mean to you to live a life worth honoring? Okay, so when I think of honoring or living a life worth honoring, I quickly like to start thinking of people who I honor, honestly, because honor means to hold someone with great respect or with great esteem. So I think about like my dad is someone who I honor, um, God is someone who I honor. So I think about those people in my life that I honor, that I hold highly uh, with great respect towards those people. And when I think about honoring when it comes to parenting, I really think about leading by example. And I feel like you can't really honor someone who you don't see them living that life worth honoring. Yeah. So, for example, when it comes to parenting, I know a lot of parents, even growing up, um, they say like, oh, do what I say, not what I do. Yeah. So even though they might not say that with their mouths, they're saying that with the actions that they're doing. So, for example, one of your parents might smoke or drink or cuss, for example. And then they say, well, you don't need to cuss. But then you see them, every other word that they're saying is a cuss word. So it's like, even though you're telling that child day after day, like, don't cuss, don't cuss, but your life is showing them cuss, 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 because every other word out of your mouth is cuss words. So they're absorbing that and taking that in. So even though you're saying, do what I say, which is don't cuss, not what I do, kids tend to do what you do because they yeah. see you, they mimic you. That's just the nature of kids. They learn through mimicking things yeah. and they learn through the people that are closest to them. So I feel like living a life worth honoring is really leading by example. I can't tell my daughters to not cuss if I'm cussing. I can't tell them not to smoke if I'm smoking a pack a day. You know, so I yeah. really feel like, you know, truly leading them by example. And also, I like to kind of give them different scenarios or like when I see like natural things that are happening with them, kind of step in and show them different ways. So, for example, if Haley colors on the wall. So Haley is our oldest. She's five. So she loves to draw. So say for example, she knows not to color on the wall because I tell her, OK, Haley, you know, you don't color on the wall. You color on paper. We write on paper. We draw on paper. So if you want to color, come and let mommy or daddy know to get you some paper so you can color. So say for an example, if I came in and she colored on the wall. So that's clearly an opportunity for me to, you know, reprimand her, to send her to timeout, to spank her, whatever, whatever punishment. It's an easy way for me to punish her because she did something that she clearly knows not to do. But since I'm trying to live a life worth honoring, I'll show her times where I can show grace because I want her to learn how to show grace to yeah. others. So in that instance, I'll say, hey, Haley, uh, what did you do? Oh, I fell on the wall. Um, was that a good choice or a bad choice? Oh, that was a bad choice. And I have her to explain to me why was that a bad choice to make sure she understands. Oh, because I'm supposed to color on paper. So why didn't you go color on paper? So most of the time she'll say stuff like, oh, uh, I just want to have fun. Or I just want to draw. But, you know, she wasn't really thinking it through. So I said, okay, what do you think mommy should do for your punishment? And she said, well, maybe I should go to timeout or you should take my iPad or you should spank me or not give me ice cream after dinner. 
So I said, okay, you're right. You know, I deserve to spank you or not give you ice cream after dinner because you chose to break a rule. You chose not to do that. However, mommy's gonna talk to you this time. You know the rule. So next time you do it, I'm not gonna show grace. But this particular moment, I'm gonna show grace to you, Haley. But if you do it again, you know, that's it. You're gonna have to get that punishment. So also showing them different opportunities for however you want them to be. Like if you want them to be graceful, show grace to them. If you want them to be forgiving, show forgiveness to them. So really modeling that behavior that you want them to see. And it's hard because honestly, like natural instinct is like, well, you know the rules, you know we don't throw on the raw, I told you a thousand times, you're in trouble. But you know, allowing them opportunities where you can show grace to them. Yeah. But then obviously if she does it again, the second or third time, then, you know, do that punishment, but showing her the balance. Say, okay, you know, last time I showed grace to you and use whatever that vocabulary is. But this time, you know, you're going to get your punishment because you deserved it. And last time I, I talked to you and you didn't listen. And I feel like the same thing, they need to see you living a life worth honoring to your spouse. Because if I want their goal to be to get married one day, I need to show them how to act like a married woman, you know, because since they're girls, obviously, how to act like a married woman. So I can't say, oh, you need to be kind and use kind words to others. If Patrick is making me upset about something, maybe he ate my food, I don't know. And I'm just going off on him and like just yelling at him and mad at him. Like then it's showing them like, hey, yeah, mom's telling me to use kind words, but she's not using kind words to daddy when he ate her stuff. So when someone does something that I don't like, I can use unkind words. So even showing them how to communicate, you know, effectively without, you know, using those unkind words, you know, to your spouse and to them as well. And it gets hard. Like, yeah. honestly, you know, you have your moments where um, you're just doing good with the words and modeling that good behavior for them. But then sometimes, you know, you lose it. And it's, it's a part of life, honestly. Like, we're human. It's a part of life. But one thing that helps me, I try to be intentional. Mm about it because if i'm thinking about it i won't lash out as much you know i'm learning how to control my tongue because i want them to control their tongue as well so even though i might have a thing that they do that really irks me i try to be intentional say, okay you remember you're living a life worth honor and remember you set the example for them mm. they learn how to treat other people by how you treat them rachel so be careful what you're saying so then be careful what you do because i know the bible says that you know don't provoke your kids to wrath so make sure that you're living a life worth honoring when it comes to what they see. And even what you watch on TV, it just goes down to little things that we don't even think about. Yeah. Songs that you listen to, all those little things. You know, I can't tell them, don't look at um, a lot of violent movies and violent video games when I'm watching violent things in front of them. So just really being mindful of the things that I say in front of them and do in front of them. Yeah, that's good, that's good. I mean, wow, you so wise, I don't know, even know if I need to talk. Oh my gosh. And it is, that was good, but true. I mean, I just I just back up what you were saying completely. Um, what you're saying, just living that life in front of them and being that example, because I think, you know what I mean, just again, just a lot, I mean, specifically, I call out just the, the culture, our culture, black culture, you know, just specifically talking about the black culture right now. We grow up and our parents, you know, they expect the honor. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I had I had good parents, you know what I'm saying? Like, but a lot of times even parents that are not living the, you know, living the example that they want you to live, they expect you to automatically give honor. But the backtrack a little bit, how all this came about was I was, you know, we do Bible study with the girls. And I was doing Bible study with them the other night. And I was reading Ephesians 6, 1, and it says, you know, children obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy mother and father, which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with thee and thou mayest live long on the earth. And it really hit me like a ton of, a, a ton of bricks. Like, 
honor is not given. So I have to live the example. I have to live in a way that they can honor me because I think a lot of times we expect, again, just think that we expect honor just to be given because we're your parents, you're going to honor us. But no, like honor is, is earned. Like you got to earn honor for somebody. You just don't give honor away. Um, but when you earn that honor by the way that you live in front of them, then connected to that is a promise that God has given uh, um, given to, to our children. So I was like, God, like I don't want to hinder my kids from a promise that you have for them because of the way that I live. And like just learning um, as a father that what I do is not about me anymore. And I think as it's just speaking to believers right now, it's Christians that's listening, that we have to realize when we come into the faith and the lives of Christ, it's not about us. Our life is about somebody else now. We do we live and serve other people. So even in the the the, the relationship of, of marriage and having kids, I realize a lot of stuff not 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 about me, sorry. Not about me, but I think about even Rachel, what you were saying, like what we watched. Because even the other night, y'all, so I want to enjoy a Batman movie came out. I like Batman. The Batman movie's on. The girls are still up. And I was like, I really was in tune with watching it. Like I had my chair kit bag, had my snacks going. And Rachel's like, you don't need to watch that. I'm like, but why? Like, why can't I watch this? Why can't I watch this? She's like, oh, it's too much violence stuff going on. I'm like, but why? Rachel's like, I don't want to watch this. But then I thought about it. I'm like, man, like she's right. Like if I'm sitting here watching this and then it's it's putting embedding in them violence or different things that they're seeing, then how can I say, oh, don't watch that. You shouldn't watch that. They're like, well, daddy, you was watching this. Yeah, or don't like choke slam your sister, you know, (laughs) off the couch. You know what I mean? Just just stuff like that to know, like, okay, I have to go a step above. Like when when you when you are living in the, 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 the shoes of being a parent, and you are trying to be that example. And let's, let's, let's take it a little step farther, not even being a parent, but being just an example, say for your nieces, your nephews, whoever it may be, you have to take it a step further to be that, that for them to look to, to be that example. I'm thinking a lot of times we don't realize that, that they see everything that we do, even when you don't think they're watching. Because again, I'm be transparent. I like to use a particular word. It's not a cuss word, but I like to use it a lot when I get frustrated at sports and different things. So I like to say the word stupid. So the other day, I got in trouble for saying the word stupid. Rachel, you should. You should what do you mean that. you got in trouble? I mean, I won't say I got in trouble with you. You was like, Patrick, you can stop saying stupid. Oh, and this is why. We had a conversation with okay, y'all. Conversation. He did not get in trouble. Okay. Like, I'm not your mom. Yeah. I can't spank you. Can't take your snacks away. <laughs> so what <laughs> happened? Um, so Patrick, he says all those words when I'm not around, y'all. And so then I'm like picking up the bits of it when he's not around. So he's upstairs. And I'm downstairs with the girls and Haley, like we said, my oldest, she's five and Mackenzie is three. So they were playing a game and somehow Haley called, either she called Mackenzie stupid or she said something was stupid. So Kenzie is a big tattletale. So she comes Jeez. like, mom, um, Haley says stupid. And I said, what? Haley said stupid. So I went on like, Haley, I was like, sweetheart, why did, why did you call Mackenzie stupid? You know, we don't use those words, you know, in the, ho- in the house. Those are not um, kind words. We use kind words. So we're not going to call people um, stupid, especially your sister. You know, that's not nice. And so then Haley's response to me was, well, daddy says it all the time. And I was like, well, what do you mean daddy says it all the time? She's like, yeah, you know, when he's watching the game or when he's watching something (laughs) on TV, he yells at the TV and says, stupid. And I was trying to explain to her, like, well, Haley, you know, that's a little bit different. He's not calling a person stupid. 
he's saying like whatever is going on with that game, if the players aren't playing good, like that's stupid because they're losing. But you know, it's kind of hard for me to explain that to her. So I'm like, you know what? She's right, let me just go talk to Patrick. So I went out to talk to Patrick, I like, you know, Patrick Haley said the word soup and I was going to, you know, talk to her about that behavior and how we don't say that. But then she goes to tell me that you say stupid all the time. So I she feels justified in saying stupid because you say it all the time. And I said, she did give an example saying that you're saying it with the game. And I tried to explain to her, you know, the difference, you know, between the two, but it's kind of hard to explain it to a five year old. Like he's saying it differently. Cause then she's like, okay, so when can I say it? And when can I not say it? Cause I'm sure that's the next thing that she's conjuring in her brain. Like, okay, so when is a good time to say stupid? So I can still use the word stupid. <laughs> and so I'm like, um, Haley, we're just gonna get that word out your vocabulary. I'm like, you know what, daddy shouldn't be saying that word too. And I feel like that's another thing when it comes to living a life worth honoring, being okay with correcting yourself or mm. correcting your spouse. And the kids say, hey, you know what? Daddy actually made a mistake. Yes, he does say stupid. Yeah. He really shouldn't say stupid. You know, it's not a good word that we use. Yeah. So, you know, also I feel like that's another thing that shows honor, like you're not too proud to repent or to say, I'm sorry, yeah. or to say, you know, yep, you know what? I haven't been living life worth honoring. I haven't been doing these things right. You know, so going back even to a five-year-old telling her that, so showing her that, you know, sometimes you might not be honest in life, but you always go back, you know, apologize, you know, be honest, you know, tell the truth. You know, at first you might tell a lie, you know, I don't want you to lie, but at first you might tell a lie because you're afraid or whatever, yeah. but then go back and correct your mistake, you know, fix your mistakes. So all those small things are just little bits and pieces of seeds that you're planting in That's the children good. at a young age that you want to model that, you know, to them. And like I said, you're going to make mistakes like Patrick loves to say stupid, like to watch those movies in front of them. And I have to constantly remind them like, Hey, Patrick, like, you know, that's okay for you to watch and stuff. But then, you know, be mindful of what you're watching in front of them. Some things kids should not hear. Some things kids should not see. Mm -hmm. You know, so be mindful of those seeds that you're planting in their heart. You know, yeah. make sure that you're planting good seeds in their heart. So um, that was basically the thing. And Patrick, you know, I'm going to work on saying that word Have stupid. I say stupid um, no, I haven't heard you say stupid. But you did say but. Like, he's always saying, like, all these, like, words that I don't want them saying. It's not, like, bad words. It's not cuss words. But it's just I'm words that are inappropriate. Like I tell Haley, and I try to explain to Patrick, you know, since I'm a teacher, I see the back end of that when kids come to school and they say whatever they hear in their house. I'm like, even though you're saying butt and stupid, you know, kids still get in trouble for that at school. Like you can't come to school calling somebody a butt face and saying all that butt and stupid, you know, you're gonna get in trouble. We're gonna have a conversation. So I say, you don't want your children to go to school and start embarrassing you because they're using all those words and they'll tell on you. My daddy say it, they sure will. My mama yeah, say it. And that's the worst because when you go to that conference and they say, hey, Mr. Baker, you know, Haley has been saying stupid like 50 times a day and but all these words that she's using that are inappropriate for school, you know, and I asked her, you know, where she hearing from and she said to you, mm. what you gonna say? What you gonna tell that teacher? I'm just be like, she right. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm gonna do better. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. This is the truth. Yeah. That's all I can say. But, That's true. But, and then I I'm think sorry. about even like you know how the Bible says, "Don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth." You oh, know, so just right. be careful. Obviously, like stupid and but I don't know. I wouldn't. I don't know if I would call it's, it unwholesome. It, 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 it is not unwholesome. But I'm talking about like I guess they're talking about like more cussing and like just foolishness. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But I mean, but still, it's it's, it's you no. Know, again, going back to that. When you're living a life worth honor and being an example, now you're being an example of somebody, you have to take a step further. But like thinking about like as you were saying that, like I think too, a lot of times to realize since we know better, we do better because yeah. like I had good parents, but yeah. at the same time it's a lot of stuff, mom, sorry if you if you listen, if you hear this, but it's a lot of stuff that 
probably was exposed to and I watched and heard at a young age, younger age than I should have been watching it. Yeah. You know, and then sometimes you can grow up and think, oh, it's okay. Well, I watch this and I'm fine. But it's like, yeah, but still. You don't know like, how that's going to affect different people. You don't know how that's going to affect you know, you know, it may not even affect you, but still, you know, like, yeah. I, you just got to think about that. You don't want to be the cause of them doing some craziness, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah, of what they see yeah. you doing and watching, thinking that it's okay. You know, because you know how I was back in the day. Like I can think about sitting and watching the movie. I can think specifically, uh, uh, watching Love and Basketball on the couch with my parents, and it was a particular scene in that movie. We're not gonna go down memory lane, but my mom was like, "Put your hands over your eyes. Put your hands over your eyes." And like, you know, good. people peeking. Like I seriously, was peeking. Mama, I was peeking. I Everybody knows that. Like that's the worst thing. When I think about that, all parents say that. It's like you know these kids peeking because you know the minute you tell kids don't do something they're curious like or don't look at this Ooh, why can't i what's what's that yeah, that look. really piques their interest to mm-hmm. look at it more so it's like yeah. you better off just letting them watch yeah. it yeah <laughs> and, it's, and it's just knowing your kids or distracting them like hey what's over here yeah. how you doing today <laughs> yeah yeah and it's like it's like a basis for like that you know kids should be exposed to but it's also knowing your kids like you said different times. but another point i want to hit on rachel just talk about so you know, first of all, like we said, we are not perfect parents. We learn this thing. We go like, like for those that don't know, which you probably should say this at first, we have three kids all under the age of six. <laughs> so we learning as we go. Trust me, you can already see Rachel is a way better parent than I am. I'm learning. We're all learning. <laughs> like, I am not a yeah, perfect parent. Yeah, but y'all, hey, Rachel, we bring it though, seriously. But um, what would you say to those that say, like, I really didn't have a good example. Uh, of, a, of, you know, say it was a, you had a parent that was confessing, or not even confessing to be a, a Christian, mm-hmm. but you just didn't have a good example of what it is of a parent, of a godly parent. You know, what what was that? What what does that look like? How do you now want to raise your kids in a godly manner? What advice do you give? Okay, so the advice, that's a good question. The advice that I would give to someone who probably didn't have an example of like a godly parent or one who was living a life worth honoring, I will honestly say, if you are a believer, like how Paul says, imitate me as I imitate Christ, Mm. honestly, really to imitate Christ, you know, think about um, the scripture, you know, because scripture is truth. You know, think about like in the Bible, how it says the fruits of the spirit, how love, not love. Oh, well, I'm I'm going to 1 Corinthians 13. Sorry, (laughs) y'all. But um, think about how the fruits of the spirit are joy, you know, peace, self-control. Lord, I need some self-control, you know, so self-control, not just in your body, but also with your mouth, the things that you're saying, you know, self-control with what you're watching, you know, seeds that you're planting in your heart. So think Mm. about that goodness, you know, mercy. Think to yourself, am I a good person? You know, am I merciful? Am I long-suffering? I know that's always a a hard one for me because I'm like, okay, I told you once, okay. I told you twice. Okay, uh, I done told you three times. That's enough. You know, that's it. You know, so am I long suffering? So really imitate Christ. You know, honestly, I would say that. You know, meditate on Scripture. Um, get connected. You know, it's always someone who's like more wise than you, or someone. Mm-hmm. You know, a role model. I feel like God always puts someone yeah. in your life. You know, yeah. who you can kind of like, you know, look up to. So even though it might not be your parents. Maybe like find like an older person like yeah. in your neighborhood or in your church, you know, with some wisdom and just kind of ask them about like, you know, I didn't really have that example of, you know, godly parents. Mm-hmm. Can you help me, you know, were you married? You know, kind of talk to them yeah. and say, can I get some pointers? You know, just really do that. And also pray, I like, ask God to help you. 
you know, because he said he's our teacher, you know, he can teach us. So mm -hmm. ask him, you know, when you lack wisdom, go to him, ask him for wisdom. Like, you know, Lord, I didn't have the best example, but God, you are the best example. Preach. Lord, can you teach me, Lord, how Preach. to be a good parent? You know, can you show me when I'm disciplining my children, Lord, when to, you know, take that discipline to the next step or when to say, hey, you know what? That's too much, you know? So lead me in all things that I'm doing and I'm that's saying. Good. So I feel like that's the best thing, you know, imitate Christ. Um, if your parents were a good example, you know, see if you can find someone else around you in your church, you know, who is a good parent, you know? Not perfect parent, but you know, who's really trying to, you know, mm -hmm. do the best they can to live a life worth honoring um, with their lifestyles, you know? And then you see their lifestyle every day, you know, that's kind of easy to pinpoint not that you see it behind closed doors, but you know, yeah, um, kind of, you know, you can kind of tell, like, you know, who's um, living a life worth honoring, who's being respectful, and all those things. Yeah, that is so good. That is so, like, I don't even know if I need to say anything after that. See, That was, whew, that's a lot of process. I'm thinking about who it was But what I'm going to say with that, too, on the, on the flip side, I got to get this and I have to say this, is to know, like, that no parent is perfect. Yes. And I think we have to give our parents the grace to know that they may have done the best that they can knew how do. to do. Yep. Um, and also knowing, again, when you know better, you do better. So you don't hold that against them. And what I mean by that is the word says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So if it's pain in your heart from your childhood, the way you were raised, the way that your parents may have been an example to you, that if you don't get allow the Lord to help you, through that and also let's be real go get counseling god gave us counselors for a reason yeah go get counseling so somebody can help you get through these things to get that out because you don't want them nothing but pain to be in your heart and then you're giving pain to your kids so yeah. now you're you're just reverting to that hurt that hurt to them and that's another thing too i noticed like a lot of times when you say like oh my dad or my mom was horrible or whoever it may be was yeah. so horrible. They were so bad at it, this and that. You know, the more that you judge them, like you end up becoming mm -hmm. like yeah. that person. So I know like my mom always told me like a way for you to make sure that you're not judging someone, you know, even if they're wrong, is to pray for them. Like, you know what, Lord, pray for them, you yeah. know, instead of like dishing out that judgment to them, like, yeah. you know? It's true because it's, it's, it's you're not going to be perfect because we're not perfect. You know yeah, I mean? no one is. No one's perfect. You're not going to be a perfect parent, but you improve, improve. Each and there's times I'm like, oh, Rich, I didn't get that right. I didn't do that right. And it's right. okay. You know, and, but it's like, no, okay, now I, I can improve a little bit. Okay, yeah, so. Every day is a new day, you know, a new opportunity. You know, if you haven't been doing it before, start now, you know, start being, you know, um, conscious of that. You know, keep that in your head. Like, you know what? I'm living a life worth honoring. I'm going to set that standard for my children, that example for my children. Yep. Yeah, so we just, again, we just want to encourage you guys um, to live that life worth under. And again, this this is, we talk about parenting, but again, this is, you can be just a At parent. work. Yeah. Or live a life worth under at work. Yeah. You know, just set the example at work. If everybody else doing this, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You know, so you, you set the own trend. But even like specifically talking about for a note, kids, you may be a parent, the, the parent example to parent figure for a kid, you know, any, anybody, but you being that example for them. But we, we just, again, appreciate y'all. Please share this. If you like this, subscribe to it. Um, share it with somebody. Tell it to somebody. We want other people to hear uh, what it is that God's placing in our heart that we're sharing with y'all. Continue to look out for some great content. We The next episode dealing with this parenting series is going to get even better. We're excited about that as well. But again, any final words, right? Yeah, I just want to say, like, if you guys have any, like, um, questions that you guys want us to 
um, address on here. Just go to our Instagram and um, send us a DM. Um, find me on Instagram, Miss underscore Baker Baby. Patrick is P underscore Bake. Yeah, P underscore Bake. Our uh, IG for uh, the podcast is Classy, Classy and Country Podcast. Um, you can find us on there. Again, we're on all platforms. Check us out. Again, share this with somebody. We want people to hear this, man. We want people to hear this. But again, like we like we have to say, what you can keep it classy, keep it country, but keep, but it, keep together. it together. We gotta get better on that. All right, y'all.